What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. to the do your crap podcast i am so pumped for today's episode i'm bringing on one of my favorite mindset coaches mindset strategists he has so many different titles and he brings so much to the table but i am so freaking stoked for you guys to hear from him today so we are going to bring on as guest speaker brad bizjack who actually is the mindset strategist that i invested in for my entire team to go through his 12 week mindset of excellence coaching program in January. And the reason that I did this was because when I met with him and we talked about kind of just what entrepreneurs need, what my team needed, what was missing it 100% is all of this mindset work, right? I can give my team like the skill set, the, the systems, the, how to do a how to be a coach and how to be successful and everything I've done in seven years. But if they're coming from a place of lack and limiting belief and scarcity and fear and all of that negativity that honestly, most people begin with, literally it is almost impossible to do the things and be successful. And so when I talked with him about this and then I'm like, dude, we got to get you on my podcast. We got to share this with more people. We have to just get you in front of more people so that they can benefit from what you're sharing. It just all kind of flowed from there. So without further ado, Brad is a mindset strategist, coach, international inspirational speaker. He's a certified high performance coach with Brendan Bruchard. And he is a husband and most importantly, brand new dad of 10 week old Lily. And she is so precious. So Brad, welcome to our podcast. How are you? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm doing so freaking fantastic today. I, this is actually great timing. I just finished a Tony Robbins event this past weekend. And oh, I'm on so you're going to bring it. Going to bring it. <laughs> going to bring it today. I love it. We're here for it. We're here for it. Okay. So I was talking, we were talking about like kind of what we wanted to cover, what we wanted to make sure you guys got out of this. And the number one thing that I hear from people are all about limiting beliefs. Like, how do you even know what they are? How do you overcome them? Like, what do you do with this language of limiting belief? What even is it? So Brad, let's just dig in. Like, what let's is a limiting belief? How do you come about defining what yours are and all the good stuff? Yeah, let's dive into it. And before we even get into what a belief is, can we just all pause and just love on Micah for a second? Oh my. Like, this woman is so incredible. And she does this out of just service and love for, for anyone listening. And I just, just wanted to say, Micah, just how much I value you and how much I value your team and all of your listeners. And just, um, I hope just getting to know you behind the scenes, I hope your listeners know just how pure your heart is and just how much you pour into people. So I just wanted to share that. Um, Make that's me all. blush. <laughs> Good thing we're on a podcast. <laughs> so um, yes, beliefs, beliefs. You know, a lot of people don't think that they can achieve their biggest goals because these beliefs are getting in the way. And I'm here to tell you that, yeah, you're totally screwed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally, oh, no. totally kidding. Let's, let's talk about a belief. Like what is a belief before we even get into how to identify them or, you know, where do they come from or what do we do about them? What is a belief? A belief is nothing more than a feeling of certainty that you have about what something means. That's all it is. A belief is a thought habit. So it's, if you think something over and over and over again, you're eventually, it's eventually going to become part of you. How many of you brush your teeth? You don't need to think about it, do you? You just, well, I hope you all brush your teeth. <laughs> you just right? do it, right? It's a habit. It's something that is done over and over and over again to where it just becomes part of you. That's what a belief is. The challenge that a lot of people have is they don't take time to question their beliefs because they don't even know that they have these beliefs going on behind the scenes. But every single person has limiting beliefs. And if you don't believe you have limiting beliefs, that is a limiting belief. So let's start there. But yes, beliefs are super, super important because beliefs are the gateway to everything that you want or misery. And you get to decide. You get to decide. And it starts by identifying what these beliefs are and what holds me back from what I really want. So that's like just the foundational principle of it. And so I want to ask you, as you're sitting there and thinking about life and about your business and about what you want to create, what are the words that are going on behind the scenes? You might also have these, uh, this might become, come up as stories, right? What are the stories that you tell yourself? Stories and beliefs are synonymous of the same thing, right? Over, and if you say a story enough times, it becomes embedded into who you are. So Micah, do you want me to go into just like a little bit more on what beliefs are, how to identify them? So people can blast off to the next level. Is that what we're looking for here? Yeah, for sure. I want this to be like, I want them to like, listen, learn, but then be able to actually apply like things that are tangible that they can kind of work through themselves. Cause that's where it all happens. And I feel like, can we talk about awareness for a sec? Because I feel like that is where like, just, you don't know what you don't know. 
So that is the most powerful thing that we can do as individuals is like, just become aware of what's going on within our minds, within our thoughts, within our, our stories, our past. What have we drug all of this time behind us? And we're still living in that space where you can literally free yourself of that baggage and kind of just move on and create a new belief system, new, new everything. So just awareness around, yeah, how to identify them, what's going on. And then we can give them some tangible, like, let's take action. Let's kind of crush these things. Love it. And awareness, that's a huge piece of success because I have a firm belief that self-awareness is freedom. If you know what is holding you back and what you want, then it's like a GPS in a car, right? The only reason your GPS works when you plug in a destination is because it knows where you are. And so that's what self-awareness is. Where am I right now? That's such a good visual. Like that's so true. Oh my gosh. I love it. Just so think about that. Where are you right now in your life? And if you have an area of your life where it's not where you want it to be, there's probably some limiting beliefs going on behind the scenes that's getting in the way. And we want to have awareness into what those are. And so let's talk about like, how do we identify a limiting belief? Well, there's two types of beliefs. There's global beliefs and there's rules, global beliefs and rules. And I'm not going to get into too much on on this because I want you to actually have tangible takeaways today. But a global belief is a belief about just something in general. It's a blanket statement. It's life is, business is, marriage is, uh, men are, right? Those are examples of a global belief. And when you have that belief, it changes your perspective on everything. For example, let's use the example of a relationship. If you desperately want, not even desperately, just really, really want a loving, caring, passionate marriage, but you have a belief that men are bad or men are a threat, what's going to happen? No matter how bad you want the goal, you will find a way to get in your way to prove your limiting beliefs true. It's called confirmation bias. People will do everything they can to keep themselves in the same spot because there's no stronger force in the human personality than staying consistent with who we already think we are. And so if we want to change our life and we want to go to the next level, we need to open up and have awareness and just say, is that actually true? And so I'm going to give you a formula in a second for how to actually identify what yours are. But first, let's go into the second type of belief. And those are rules. And these are kind of just micro beliefs. They're if then statements. If I succeed in business, then my kids won't love me. If I like, or I can't, it's either business or a great spouse. Or if I want a lot of money, I have to be a bad person. Like those are a little if then beliefs. Those are just some examples. But for the sake of this talk, I think we should take a look at the whole idea of global beliefs. If you're trying to get your, I'm assuming, Micah, your your audience is mostly, I'm assuming, people that are trying to grow their own personal business to the next level. Would you agree with that? Yeah, we have, I mean, we have kind of a right wide range, but lots of entrepreneurs for sure. Okay. So let's let's use that example. And if you're not an entrepreneur, you can this applies to anything, but we'll use this example. When I say these words, what's your answer? Business is what? Business is what? How would you answer that question? A lot of times people will say business is hard or a lot of times people will say business is complicated. And if you believe that business is hard or business is complicated, 
then think about it. It's called the success cycle. What I'm about to teach you is why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's really, really simple because when you believe that business is hard, well, first let's backtrack. How much potential do human beings have? If, oh, if, like, if you, uh, it's unlimited. Unlimited, so untapped. Unlimited potential. And everyone says that's the answer, unlimited potential. And, with, and so think about this. If you believe business is hard, then how much of that unlimited potential do you tap into? You don't tap into very much at all. And if you don't tap into much potential, then what happens to the level of action that you take? It's minimal. Yeah. It goes way down. And if, if you have minimal action, what happens to your results? You don't get great results. And then what happens to your belief when you don't get great results? You, it gets stronger and it gets embedded into who you are even more. And so I ask people, where do you start? And a lot of people say, oh, I just need to take more action. I need to do more business activities. Well, how many times have you tried that? How many times have you tried just, yeah, I'm going to go really, really hard for, you know, on my business activity thing, right? And do all the things, but then you find yourself a week later back in the same spot. It's not the action that's a starting point. It's the belief. It's the feeling of certainty that stems all of it. And the way, and we'll talk about the way to get past limiting beliefs in a little bit. Hint, it comes with vision. But the way to get past limiting beliefs, that's what's going to allow you to tap into that potential. So let's, to clarify, so you have something specific on what you can do to actually identify what your beliefs are. Take a look at the areas of your life where you're not happy or the areas of your life where you want the next level, but you're not there yet. What are those areas? And when I ask this question, what's your answer? Why don't you have that? Why don't you have the things that you want in that area of your life? Why not? What is your answer? And what you write down will identify what you believe about your capabilities of getting there. Because if you say, I really, really want more money or I'm not satisfied with my financial part of my life, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I was in that spot too. When you, I, when you say that, and you write down, why don't you have it? You're going to write down, oh, you know, it's, it's been so hard to make money or I've not, I don't have a lot of money or money is hard to make or every time I try, every time I get a pay raise, it disappears. And you're going to start to identify what these limiting beliefs are. So step one, what is an area of your life where you don't have what you want and why don't you have it? Another way to look at this is if you take a look at those words that you wrote down, you can take a step further and say, what would I have to believe in order for that to be true. What would I have to believe in order for that to be true? And that's, and think about this. When you identify what those beliefs are, what you're typically going to find is that they're not even your beliefs. Because think about this. Let's say that you have a belief that business is really hard to create or with money. Once you have, like money is hard to make and once you have it, it disappears. Okay, what day did you decide that? Was there a day where you signed a contract with God and you said, yes, on this day, I no longer believe that money is possible for me to make? No. Where did it come from? And what you're going to find is you're typically going to find the people that imprinted on you at a young age, you're going to find their voice. You're going to realize, holy crap, this isn't even my belief. It's the people that I trust and it's their belief. We don't want to judge them for that. We want to have compassion for them. Because they're doing, everyone's doing the best they can with what they yeah. know. When we see the innocence in people, life gets really, really easy. I can go down a whole other tangent about letting go of the past, but is that a good starting point, Micah? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's, that makes it so easy. Why don't you have what you want? All of the things come up, right? I can't be a good mom and a good business owner. I don't have enough time with my crazy kids. Like all of those things, you're going to find those stories and find that over and over and over. See, my kids are busy today. I can't have time. I don't have time again. I can't fit it in again. This is, and then it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. So until you identify them, but then create an affirmation to offset that. And let's talk about that after create a new belief to literally reprogram your brain you will look for that new story. You'll find the new story. And that is what helps you create the new belief. And you can literally just quiet the limiting belief and like put it to sleep. Love that. And it's so freaking powerful. Can I add something to what you just said? That's really powerful. Totally. This isn't just some theory or idea guys. This is like biology. (laughs) When you think about it, most people have a highway to pissed off and a dirt road to happiness right? They think about like, it's so, they need nothing to get pissed off about, but they need so many reasons to become happy. And the reason for that is because these beliefs, when you believe it, it taps into a certain potential results or potential action results belief, right? What happens is neural connections are actually formed. And the more you run a particular program, those connections get bigger and more powerful and becomes easy to go there. So, 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 so fast. And so just, you think that's just how it is, but it's not how it is. When you think about like the words, remember the truth, like when you tell yourself the truth, you can start to get away from these limiting beliefs. And typically you already know what the truth is. You're just afraid and that's okay. Everyone has fear, but why is the reason remember so important? You are remembering in your brain. You're bringing back together neural connections in which you already know are true. That's what remember is. And then when you practice that enough times, then all of a sudden that becomes the dominant feeling and everything else stems from there. Instead of just going after the problems in life, you're going after the roots. You're actually doing some miracle grow on that crap and you're making it grow to the point that you want it to actually grow. So I'm all over with the metaphors, but just wanted to add that before we go into I love it. Okay, let's go in. Tell us what to do. Oh, okay, cool. Let's go (laughs) in. (laughs) So if you take a look at, before we get into just what to do about these beliefs, why don't people change them? Think about this. Why, like, if you think about why, if you have this area of your life that you want to change, but you're not, there's a belief going on behind the scenes, but why don't we want to change that belief? Because even if life isn't the way we want it to be, it feels safe to stay in alignment with what we already know. People love safe. People love safe. Oh, it feels so good when we're safe. Yes. It's so but scary to step into new territory. It's terrifying, but life. But that's where the magic happens. It happens. Life is full <laughs> of uncertainty. Yeah. And the more you crave certainty, the more you limit your world around you so you can have a feeling of control. And when you limit the world around you, so you have a feeling of control, you never put yourself out there so you can never expand and grow. This is where midlife crises come from, right? Because people limit the world around them. So they're only doing what they know they can control. And they find themselves in 20, 30 years going, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? And they freak out and try something totally new, but they're just trying to solve the top level issues when really what's going on is just fear. 
And great leaders, they don't need certainty outside of themselves to take action. Great leaders bring certainty to uncertainty. Oh, That's what leaders say do. Say that again. Do great leaders <laughs> do not need certainty outside of themselves to take action. Great leaders bring certainty to uncertain situations. That's what but leaders think do. about this. Think about this. What he just said was all you need is belief in you. Mm -hmm. If you believe in you, it doesn't matter what the future looks like. It doesn't matter what the next step is. It doesn't matter what A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, R, you know that you believe in you and you will figure it out. And like, that's all it takes. But that's the one thing that most people struggle with. Like if I could just get everyone to believe in themselves in the world, game over. Like the world, so would, easy, <laughs> the world would change. That's all we freaking need. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It'd be so easy. And so- why don't people, like, if you think about fear, it holds us back. Fear is the thing that stops everyone from anything they want. Even yep. procrastination is fear. And coming around to what to do around limiting beliefs in just a second, but I really want to touch on this fear and confidence piece. Because a lot of people identify their beliefs, but they don't believe that they can change them. A person needs to believe that this belief must change and that they can change it. And it has to change right now. And so why don't people do that? Fear, fear of the unknown, right? Uncertainty. This world is uncertain though. So we need to learn how to bring certainty to that situation. And a lot of people say, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the support to make these changes. That's BS. It is never a lack of resources that's your problem. It's a lack of resourcefulness. And resourcefulness is synonymous with human emotion. Human emotion is resourcefulness. Let me give you an example. Let's say that I had a castle. And let's just say I had a castle. And I protected this castle with... Uh, a moat around the castle. And they the, there's this, this moat was full, full of alligators and bears swimming in a moat. That makes sense. And <laughs> piranhas and great white sharks. And you had this huge 10 foot tall fence around this moat that was around this castle. And that 10 foot tall fence had barbed wire on the top and like some thing that shocked you when you touched it. And then all these booby traps that would make you chop off your limbs as you tried to cross the bridge to get into the castle. Just play ball with me here. And I put a $10 bill in that castle. And I say, if you want it, it's yours. Would you go after that $10 bill? No. <laughs> no <laughs> There's only one crazy guy that might, but <laughs> no. But what if I put the person that you love most in that castle? Every um, mom just pictured the their kids. Picture your kids. What if the person you loved the most is in there and the building's on fire and they're asleep? Oh my God. Would you find a way into that castle? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Why? Because you have a reason. Write this down, everyone. Reasons come first. Answers come second. Yes. The tyranny of how. I don't know how to build my business. Of course you don't. You haven't done it yet, right? <laughs> You're not going to know how until you try because results come from good judgment. Good judgment typically comes from experience and experience is the result of bad judgment typically. Yes. So we need to figure out how. That's We don't need to worry about how, but we need to put ourselves in a state of certainty so we can make it happen. When you put yourself in a state of certainty, all of a sudden you start to rewire yourself to go after what you want. So there's two ways that we can break through this fear of the unknown and actually break these beliefs in a deeper way. And this is why, if you guys are listening to this, 
highly recommend that you guys join Micah's team in the next month here because we're going to go deep on this coming up in, in January. We're doing a whole program on it. But anyways, so pumped. But anyways, how do we do this? There's two ways to get out of fear and shatter limiting beliefs. The first is through identifying what you want, visualization and bringing certainty to that. And the second way is linking consequence to these beliefs. Think about human behavior. Human beings do things for one of two reasons and typically both, to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. Yep. That's why humans do what they do. Every single thing you do is driven by your need to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. And so think about what procrastination is. Procrastination literally just means that you think taking action would be more painful than doing nothing. Mm -hmm. That's all procrastination is. You're avoiding pain and that's okay, but we can use pain instead of pain using us. So let's start with the unsexy topic and then we'll go to the sexy topic. What do we actually good. do about these beliefs? Micah's getting so I'm, I'm getting so pumped. I love this. <laughs> She's getting all jazzed up about this. But so we've identified what these beliefs are. And you can just do a deep dive on this, like we talked about. What's an area of your life where you're not happy with? And why don't you have what you want? And what would you need to believe for that to be true? That's how we identify it. And if you want to see some empowering beliefs, take a look at your life where you do have what you want and ask, what do I believe about my life that's leading to this? Right? Let's pause real quick before we actually get into this because I just thought of one more really important thing. A lot of times people say that two things. One, they say, I don't know what my limiting beliefs are. And two, I have so many limiting beliefs that are holding me back. I want to touch on those two things before we go into how, how to solve it. Okay. We're taking a quick time out because it's the time of the month when I'm bringing on my next few clients to help you get started on your gut health journey. The deeper I get into this and in my own journey, the more I just want to scream it from the rooftops because I feel so much better. And on a monthly basis, we have client results rolling in better sleep, more energy, skin issues, clearing up, um, moodiness, lifting lack, like way less bloat, obviously weight loss is a byproduct, just so many incredible things and people feeling so empowered on their health journey. Again, if you've ever felt frustrated because the weight isn't coming off, the things aren't improving. You're waking up feeling one way and going to bed, feeling six months pregnant. You're not alone. Those are things that people are dealing with on a very consistent basis and just kind of writing off of like, this is what it is, but it doesn't need to be that way. And it can, a lot of it is stemming from your gut health. So if you are interested in learning more about this, go to micafolsomfit.com slash gut, and you can learn about the program, fill out the form if you want to get started with me, but this is a life-changing program. It's four weeks. You eliminate the most um, allergenic foods, the foods that most people have the most sensitivities to. You feel, you then reintroduce those things and see how you feel and see how your body responds. And then you have an exact game plan, what your body needs, how your microbiome is and what foods it needs and what it doesn't. So it's just, ah, it's so good. So if you're ready to really elevate your health and feel your absolute best, go to that link. Let's have a conversation and we can get you started with an exact simple game plan. Michael slash gut.
See you there. If you don't know what your limiting beliefs are, one of your limiting beliefs is likely perfection because what you're trying to do is have a perfect answer to that question. You're trying to say, I, I don't know what they are. What, what could be the right answer here, right? Yeah. So that's somewhere to start. But I'm, a lot of times I see people say, I'm not taking action because I have so many limiting beliefs holding me back. Well, think about this. If you don't know what your limiting beliefs are, but you're saying that you have a lot of limiting beliefs holding you back, that is a limiting belief. I have a lot of limiting beliefs holding my, me back is a limiting belief. Because if you think that there are a million limiting beliefs holding you back, what type of potential do you tap into? None. Mm -hmm. You don't tap into any potential. So you just stay there and you live in this feeling of desperation and fear. So I want to touch on those because everybody has them and to not overdo it, right? If you have all these limiting beliefs holding you back, that alone is going to hold you back. Okay. So we've identified them. We've realized why we don't change them fear and uncertainty because the devil we know is so much easier to deal with than the devil we don't know, right? Yeah. We would rather stay in a lower version of the life that we could have or a crappy life. We'd rather stay in a crappy life with pain because we know how to handle it. How many of you have ever stayed in a relationship way too long? Why? The reason is simple because you either remember how it used to be and think it's going to go back there or, or, it feels safer to be in a relationship than on your own. The feeling of safety that comes with pain is still more sexy than uncertainty because we have a survival-based brain whose job is to keep us alive. It is not meant to make you happy. It's meant to keep you alive. Think about it. You touch a hot stove. What do you do? You pull your hand away. So at any moment in time, your brain is looking for what to protect you from. Once you have awareness into this, you can start to change it. Yeah. Realize this is survival-based brain. I don't need that. Like the threats that, I, that created this brain, saber-toothed tiger attacks, <laughs> the ice age, right? We link the same amount of fear to going live on Instagram. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. Yeah. But the, the threats aren't real anymore, but the brain still is, but we can use it. And this is how we actually break limiting beliefs. So okay. Micah, did you want to add some before I go into how to actually break them? No, just dig in. Let's dig in. Let's dig in. You <laughs> <laughs> see Micah like taking notes ferociously over here. She's like, yeah, this yes. is awesome. <laughs> awesome. So how, how do we actually break these beliefs? Two ways, like we talked about, we're gonna talk about the unsexy one first, which is pain pain. Think about how many of you guys have ever seen the movie A Christmas Carol? And it's not Thanksgiving yet at the time of this filming, right? But what I decorated for Christmas on November 1st. So <laughs> with my so wife. That, oh, that yeah. was awesome. I remember following your stories, Micah, and you were decorating. I'm like, we're doing that too. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, give me all the good feels right now. I just want all the good feels. All the good feels. So yeah. Christmas Carol. Why did I bring that up? This You're like, Brad, this is way off topic. No, it's on topic. <laughs> Think about the movie A Christmas Carol. There was this dude named Ebenezer Scrooge. And Ebenezer Scrooge, he was an incredibly successful businessman, right? Why was he successful? What did he believe? What did he believe that made him successful? He believed that being mean is the reason for his success. And so he fought like hell to be mean to people. And he thought that's why he had the success that he had. 
But was that true? No, the reason he was successful is because he worked his butt off. He worked until 2 a.m. when everyone else went to bed. But the point is, he was this really mean guy. And he had these beliefs about life that were holding him back. Everyone kind of evaded, evaded him or stepped away from him. But if you remember the movie, how fast did his life change? One night. One night, which proves that you can change limiting beliefs like that. Why did his life change? Because three neuroassociative conditioning specialists showed up at his house. <laughs> the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. I didn't create that joke. I got that joke from Tony Robbins. So, <laughs> but they showed up at his house. The ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. And what did they do? They showed him how he lived his life, how he's living his life, and how he will is live his life will link to massive amounts of pain. Think about it, the past. He thought about what he did and how he hurt people. They linked massive amounts of pain to it. Then how he's currently living right now, linked massive unbearable amounts of pain to it. And then the future, if he keeps living this way, who he's gonna lose, what's gonna go wrong? Massive amount of pain to his future based on this one belief, how fast he changed, like that. So, 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 so quickly because he linked pain to his beliefs. Because when you're boxing from this way, boxing from this way and boxing back here, you have to move forward. That's how beliefs work. So we have this programmer running over and over and over again. It's that neural pathway. It's that limiting belief that we need to question. One of the ways that we can bring, that we can do this is through pain and consequence. Like we talked about, humans do so much more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. We're driven by both, but think about it. Would you rather protect $20,000 from getting stolen from you or save $20,000? You'd rather protect $20,000 from getting stolen from you, right? And that's because we're wired to avoid pain, survival-based brain. So just thought of another note I wanna say. So when we have pain keeping us from taking action on these beliefs, it holds us back, but we can use pain by seeing how these beliefs have hurt us, are hurting us and will hurt us. And so in our, the program that I'm going to take Micah's team through, which is why I highly recommend you join Micah's team. When we do that, what's going to happen is I'm going to take you through a workshop that's going to help you see the consequence of this. And whether you join or not, something to think about is what has this belief, once you've identified what it is, what has this belief cost me in the past? And I want you to feel that pain. What does it cost you in the past? What is it costing me right now? And if I keep believing it, what will it cost me emotionally five or 10 years from now if I keep believing this? And I don't want you to think about just, oh yeah, that's unlikely to happen. I want you to get really, really, really dark, really dark. I'll give you a perfect example of this. I went through, I go through this exercise all the time because I still have limiting beliefs. Everyone does. Micah has limiting beliefs. I have limiting beliefs. Everyone has limiting beliefs. And so I went through this exercise this past weekend and to show you how deep and dark this got, one of the decisions I made is that I made a choice that I am going to live in a beautiful state no matter what happens. And not saying that I'm not gonna get pissed off or frustrated because we're human beings, but saying I'm gonna give myself a 90 second rule and I'm gonna bounce back because life is too short to suffer. And I made that decision. And so the belief holding me back from that is that was going on behind the scenes. You ever notice that some beliefs come up sometimes and they just, they don't believe them all the time, but sometimes they come up and then when they show up, they're really, really mean. Oh, yeah. My belief was I'm not worth anything. And 
holy cow, this is like, I've already created a successful business and this is still going on. Yeah. And so that belief was there. And so getting around to what I, my point, I started thinking about the consequence of this. I just had a baby girl. And if you think about just societal conditioning in general, what are girls conditioned to believe they have to be perfect? And I was thinking about it. If I am the example of trying to achieve perfection for my baby girl, I literally had visions of her looking at herself in the mirror and hating herself. I literally had these dark visions of her wanting to end her own life. Like that's how dark I got. And when I felt that pain of, oh my gosh, I never will allow her to go there. I had the leverage to make a change because there is no way I will tolerate that. There is no way I will be the man that is responsible for my little girl not feeling like she's enough. And so exactly like kids, they listen to what you do, not what you say. And so I realized my behavior needed to change. So what's my point in this? Everything changed for me in five minutes when I went through and I visualized the consequence of continuing to believe this and not just, oh, that's not unlikely to happen. No, the actual darkest, deepest, scariest consequence, a little bit of unbearable pain for a life of freedom, that's worth it. And so that's what I did. And I, I pictured, and I even got worse than that. I pictured my marriage falling apart because we no longer had Lily around. Like how sinister and dark is that? And I'm like really, really positive, right? But when I said that, how many of you guys felt that lump in your throat? How many of you guys felt that feeling of, holy cow, I need to be the example right now. That's the pain we're talking about. So for your limiting beliefs, what is the worst case scenario? What will it cost you emotionally, financially, spiritually, physically, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, if you don't change? What will it cost you? Who will you hurt if you don't change? Because human beings will do so much more for other people than they ever will for themselves. Who will you hurt if you don't change? Once you link pain to that, what's going to happen? Oh, I don't want to believe that anymore, right? You're yeah. going to change. And yeah. so that's the first unsexy piece. Sorry to get dark on you for five minutes, but that's how we change it. We do more to avoid pain. Before I keep going, Micah, how do we feel? No, that's good. That's like made, that made me emotional when you were saying that, because I mean, especially, I mean, I know you're a dad, but every mom, that's the thing I hear more than anything else is like, but I'm not worthy. I'm not confident. I don't believe that I'm worth more in life. I'm not. And if we believe that that's what we're passing on to our kids, whether we try to or not. And that's what Brad was talking about at the beginning, where we can't blame our, the things that we believe because they were passed on to us from our parents or from grandparents, or there there's generational beliefs and stories that are literally ingrained in us because that's just what we know. That's what's normal. That's not their fault. That's not their fault. And the fact that we're doing the same to our kids, you are aware of it now. You are aware of it now. And you can either do the work to shift this generationally, or you can continue to tell the same story over and over and over, and it will literally get passed on forever. And I think that's the power of this is one person changing their mindset, changing their perspective, changing their beliefs, changing their life is literally creating change for generations. And that is so freaking cool that you can have the power to do that yourself. 
You are the line in the sand. You can be the breaking point of mediocrity in your family history if that's what's been going on. My parents, they like, I love them to death. I'm so grateful for all the things that I learned and didn't learn because it led me to the man that I'm proud to be today. But I don't want that life. I love them. I still don't want that life. And so it's a beautiful thing when we realize that we can be that breaking point because please hear me now. The words that you say to yourself behind closed doors will become the voice that occurs in your child's head when they're older. Oh, that's powerful. That might be something to write down. The voice that you have behind closed doors will be the voice in your child's head when they're older. And the greatest legacy we could ever leave is found in the mindset of our children. Yeah. That's the legacy. That's actual, it's not money. It's oh, think about so the impact good. of that. That's power. And you have the power to change that when you realize that, it, no, it's not just my bank account that's suffering. It's everything that I've ever wanted in life. The happiness drifted away. The passion drifted away. That's where you can begin to change. So we got dark for a second, but think about what a belief is. It's a feeling of certainty. And so another unsexy way to break a limiting belief before we get into the fun stuff, <laughs> is to create doubt behind it. This one's not as dark, <laughs> but is to create doubt behind it. Because if you think of belief, a belief is like a table and a table has legs, right? That's what a belief, it's, it's, if a belief is a tabletop, that table has legs if you want to eat dinner at that table. Well, a lot of people have been eating dinner on a really solid table for a long time. It's like a tree stump. But if you think about those table legs, those table legs are references. And what that means is, references of the past, things that have happened in your life that have proved this belief true. Let's use the example of money. Money is hard to make. Why is that true in your mind? Where did that come from? And you're like, well, when I was a kid, I watched my dad work hundred hour weeks to barely get by. This was my previous belief, right? That's a reference point. That's a table leg. Oh, every time my dad earned money, uh, it disappeared. Another table leg. Oh, $45,000 was stolen from your college savings fund so your parents could pay their mortgage. Table leg. Like all these things, really deep stuff that built these, these table legs that built a really solid table to prove that this belief was true. Like we said, we're going to use confirmation bias to prove our stories true. But people need to start doubting the things that they believe. Question the things that you believe that are holding you back. So I started asking myself, is it actually true that money's hard to make? Well, that might've been true for my dad in his situation, but what are some examples that prove the opposite? Oh, there's all these beautiful mentors, incredible people that are saying money is easy to make and available for everyone. And you can create on demand whenever you want. That sounds more empowering. So I started chipping away at that table leg. Then the other table leg, oh, you know, money drives marriages apart. Is that actually true? Or do I know other people that have money and beautiful marriages? Okay, these are all these people that have money and beautiful marriages. Oh, that's clearly not true. Table leg gone. And starting to see how the table leg's getting a little wobbly. Yeah. Next, next reference point. Every time I get a pay raise, the money disappears. Huh, aren't there people that, are, that have a job that are getting pay raises that are saving that extra amount? Okay, who are those people? What's the proof? another table leg gone. When three table legs are gone and this belief table is up there, what's going to happen to the table? It's going to fall. When you have doubt and pain, 
that's typically enough to get rid of it. And, but what happens when we typically just get rid of a belief, we typically compensate in other areas. So what I mean is think about smoking, right? If someone gives up smoking, let's say smoking is how they feel safe and certain, right? That's simply what it is. Well, let's just say that's what someone does. It's how they feel a, a sense of certainty in an uncertain time. Well, if we don't replace it with an empowering belief, which I'll show you how to do in a second, then what do they typically do if someone gives up smoking? They start eating. Yeah, another you know? way of it. They find another way to meet that need. So what we want to do is while we have the leverage to change, let's give some direction. And that's where the fun, sexy part of empowering beliefs comes from. Yes. So, so far, we've discussed what a belief is. We've discussed how to identify what yours are, the differences in types of belief. We talked about fear and how uncertainty is guaranteed and great leaders bring certainty to those situations. And then we talked about how do we actually start breaking these beliefs, pain and doubt, pain and doubt. But there's one more step. Micah, anything to add before I go on to the final step of this? I mean, I just love that. Like that was such a, an important thing that I did at the beginning of my business was when I didn't know what was possible. And when I didn't think I could be anything with what I was doing with coaching, I literally would search success stories and just proof that other normal moms, normal women, normal humans had done it. And it literally was just hearing story after story after story. I was like, dude, they have all done it. Like, why not me? So stop looking for your past, your previous stories, your previous beliefs, start looking for what you want. And you literally, we've said it before, but you, you see, you seek out what you, you find what you seek out. So if you're looking for proof that of what you want, you will find it. And the more you see it, the more you hear it, the more you experience it, the more you get to know these people who have accomplish the things you want to accomplish that builds your belief so incredibly much because it's just proof, proof, proof. Our brain loves proof. So, but we've got to be looking for that stuff if we're ever going to really build that. Yes. And Micah said something really, really key there. She said, a lot of people keep focusing on the past, write this down. The past only becomes the future. If you live there, the past only becomes the future. If you live there, most people are obsessed over the past. And I'm, when I'm coaching yes. people, they'll, they'll tell me all these great reasons why they weren't successful. Right. But I typically go, you didn't answer my question. You just went back to your psychology of limitation. That's all you did. You went back to your psychology of limitation because that's safe. When yeah. we're scared and uncomfortable, we go back to what we know that's comfortable and what's comfortable is old patterns. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to avoid. We want to start looking towards the future. So the past only becomes the future if you live there. Yep. So now that we've broken these beliefs, where do we go? What's next? This is the fun part. And this is just how to take all this garbage and just play at a new level. And let me give you an example. Let's say that Micah and I are playing tennis. And I'm not a tennis player. I've played once with my dad when I was like eight, but I've never played tennis. But let's just say I'm playing tennis. And let's say that you surround yourself. This isn't a talk on peer group. I can talk about that all day long, but let's just say that you're hanging out with people that are really bad at tennis. Do you ever increase your skills to the level they could be if you're hanging out with people that are bad at tennis? No, no, absolutely not. 
But what if you get into the court with Serena Williams? Oh, hot dang. You better level up. <laughs> You're going to level up real quick. And yeah. by the way, when you level up that quickly, all the other ways that you used to play tennis and all the things that you used to do, it's not even a consideration anymore because you have to step up to this level. And so all the ways of the past, if you're following me with beliefs, when you level up your beliefs, all the old stuff, it's not even an issue. You don't even have to worry about it because now you're playing tennis with Serena Williams, if you're following. Yeah. So oh, yeah. how do we actually create an empowering belief? Vision, vision. My favorite. Favorite word <laughs> ever. Great favorite. leaders see things as they are, not worse than they are. Then great leaders see things better than they are. And then great leaders make them better than they are. And so if you want, you are a leader. Every single person that is listening to this is a leader. Whether you're a parent, whether you're a business owner, whether you are in corporate America, and even if you have none of those things, you're leading yourself, which means that you need a vision. If you ever want to thrive, you need a vision. Here's where most people go wrong with vision. They base their vision off of the past. Mm -hmm. They say, they say, how do I, these are all the things that I know how to do. What's possible based on my current life? Yes. And if you make decisions and set dreams based on your current reality, all you create is more of the same. If you invest in yourself based on your current financial circumstances, all you create is more of the same. We don't want to use existing circumstances to limit future gains. We want to focus on what could be. So I want you to think about your kids. How many of your kids want to be Spider-Man, the president, and a firefighter all at the same time? Kids are the best. No limitations ever. No limitations ever. And how much energy do they have? So much energy. <laughs> and to create dreams, what's required? Energy. energy. Energy is the foundation of emotion because emotion is energy in motion. That's what emotion is. So if you are able to bring energy to your situations, like I am this annoyingly happy on a regular <laughs> basis and not BSing you. Yes, I have my moments. I am a human being. Everyone does. But I am this ha- annoyingly happy on a regular basis because my energy is at an all-time high. My point is, big dreams that make you think like a little kid increase your energy. Think about the last time you sat down with your spouse or a friend and be like, wouldn't it be so cool to backpack through Italy for a summer? It, like maybe you did this in college, right? Oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to backpack through Italy for a summer and go to, you know, uh, Venice and just sip wine on one of the, you know, the channels, then go to the Amalfi Coast and, you know, just take a boat ride out in front of Positano and all the, and when you talked about it, what happened to your energy? Went bananas. And you just, next thing you know, you want to plan a trip, right? It went bananas because energy creates action. We need to do that with our life somewhere along the way. We get conditioned to believe that, no, 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 that's not possible. That's not unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Most people think that way. Well, are most people happy and successful? No. No. Don't take money advice from your broke uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so don't take marriage advice from your divorced friend. 
So if you want success, listen to the 2% of people that have what you want. And those 2% of the people are the people that have the courage to dream big. They're the people that visualize a greater life. And when they visualize a greater life, they're at that Serena Williams level. All that other stuff isn't even a factor. When you think at that big of a level, you don't even have time to think about all the crap. Yeah. You're just like, no, 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 that's my standard now. And so that's what we want to do. We want to dream like a little kid. Wayne Dyer said, live in the feelings of your wishes. Live in the feelings of your wishes. A lot of people think that achieving a goal will make them feel some way. That's not true. Think about this. What's the greatest goal you've ever worked towards? And how long did the initial juice of that last before something was wrong? <laughs> right? Few days. Few days. Some of you a few minutes or a few seconds, right? <laughs> goals don't bring happiness. It's happiness that brings goals. And yeah. happiness comes from emotion, energy in motion. So the point of all of this is that when we visualize those goals before they happen, you all of a sudden have the gift of feeling the emotions that you think your goals will bring you now. That is where success flourishes. When you have the feelings of your dreams now, because the feelings you think will come in your, when you achieve those goals, you've already experienced those feelings before. You know what it's like to feel happy. You know what it's like to feel fulfilled. You know what it's like to feel free. You've done it. You've lived it. So you can bring it back. So when you live in the feelings of your wishes, you bring that back to now. And when you bring that back to now, you have the energy, the drive, the emotion to create those dreams because human emotion, like I talked about, equals resourcefulness. Human emotion equals resourcefulness. It's never a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. When you have this driving dream and emotion, you live in the feelings of your wishes. You have those emotions now. Human emotion equals resourcefulness. When you have those emotions now, you'll, it won't even matter if, if someone's getting in the way. You'll be like, get out of my way. I got this. Like, you'll find a way. By the way, when you feel happy, fulfilled, alive, passionate, driven, hungry, when you feel all those things, don't you feel more certain? 100%. You feel more certain. And great leaders bring certainty to uncertain situations. Success 101. Great leaders bring certainty to uncertain situations. So if you visualize that dream, feel the emotions now. You feel more certain and you bring that to the uncertainty of the goal. The greatest gift of a goal is not the goal itself. It's the person you become along the way. That's what you're actually going to care about when you are we're going to say Mike is going to live to 140. When Mike is 140 years old on her deathbed, I guarantee you she's not going to care that she was a 15-star diamond three beach body coach. She's going to care about the legacy she left with her family and with all the people that joined her on that beach body journey and all the people that she served along the way. The emotions yeah. is what she's going to care about. The business is the vehicle. It's a beautiful vehicle. You yeah. should pursue it with everything you've got. It's just a vehicle though. So live in the feelings of your wishes. And when you do that, you can bring certainty because certainty comes with empowering emotions. Emotions are like a radio dial, right? 88.1, that's depression and sadness. 96.3, B96 in Chicago. 96.3, that's calm and peaceful. 107.9, that's your unconditional love. That's your gratitude. That's where money exists. That's your radio dial at the top. 
when you visualize, you are tuning into that 1079 frequency. And that 1079 frequency is where all the ideas live. It's not like money's just going to magically come into your bank account. That can't happen. But it's not like mag money's magically going to come into your bank account. You're going to think resourcefully and you're going to come up with ideas that seem so impossible before. You're going to think of connections that you have that you could reach out to. You're going to think of books you could read. You're going to go back and read the books that you read before with a new mindset and different things are going to pop out at you. You're going to ask other people for help. You're going to step up in a bigger way because you're at that higher frequency. And when you're at the higher frequency, creativity exists. And when you have creativity, resourcefulness flows and you get your dreams. Yes. That is how you beat limiting beliefs. It's not rocket science. So- how do we feel, Micah? I love it. I love it. Really quick. Really quick. Yeah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yes. What about because I just did last week's episode was all on vision. Ooh. I like literally did a vision workshop, how to how to craft it, how to walk through that, how to how to make it happen, how to get clear on that. But if someone still listened to that and is still like, but I still don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I feel like so many people are stuck in, they don't even let themselves want more. They don't let themselves dream bigger. They don't let themselves even go outside of the box of what they know right now, because it's safe and comfy and they feel greedy or whatever for wanting anything more. What would you say to that person who's struggling with that part of vision? Drop from your head to your heart and connect with who you really are. Your heart knows Yes. Your heart knows what you want. The, think about this, guys. This is so powerful. What is the first sign of life on an ultrasound? Is it the brain? No. Heartbeat. It's a heartbeat. The heart develops far before the brain develops. The heart has its own nervous oh, system. That's powerful. And the way the heart beats, the way the heart feels, has a complete impact on the brain. The brain is fear based and it's valuable. There's nothing wrong with the brain. It's good. The brain can help you solve strategic problems. It's great. But the brain is way less intelligent than the heart. You ever had a feeling in your life where you just kind of had a gut feeling and you knew the right direction and you oh, went yeah. that way? That's your heart. That's your heart talking. And when you listen to your heart, you always find the divine guidance that you need. It's, I do this for every talk before this podcast. I was literally over here in front of my whiteboard closing my eyes. And I was just picturing, I was like, God, whatever you have to do, just come through me and allow me to serve Micah and her family. That's, that's all I just, I've connected with my heart. And when you connect with your heart, that's where you come up with shit that you're like, wow, I got to write that down. <laughs> like, <Did I laughs> that's where you come that? up with that stuff when yeah. you listen to your heart. And so how do we connect with our heart? Cause if you don't know what you want and you don't know where you want to go, you're listening to the fear-based mind. And there's yeah. one way one way that is stronger than all the others to connect with your heart. And that's through the power and the skill of genuine gratitude, genuine appreciation. When you are in a deeply grateful state, fear and appreciation cannot exist simultaneously. 
They cannot exist at the same time. It's literally impossible because you connect with your heart. In fact, HeartMath did a study. I think they won the Nobel Prize for this. I, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. They did a study. They connected this so to bring science to all you logic people, right? <laughs> or like an all woo-woo. To bring science to this, they connected an EKG and an EEG to someone who is in a state of stress and fear and worry. And what they found is the heart waves and the brain waves, it was chaos on screen. It was just intermixed and just up and down and crazy. But through two or three minutes of focusing on being genuinely grateful, reliving the experiences that have been beautiful in your life, picturing beautiful experiences from the future that you can imagine and just connecting with that heart, picturing the people you love and who you care about and reliving amazing memories from them and just feeling so grateful, what they found was that the EKG and the EEG, when they measured the heart waves and the brain waves, they were perfectly aligned and smooth. And the heart and the brain were working together as one. You guys ever been in a flow state? Oh yeah. The flow, like I'm just crushing it right now. You just feel like ideas are coming. You're creative. People are saying, yes, you're, it's like the best feeling ever. It's like all synergy all at once. Yes. Yeah. That's flow. That's when your heart and your brain are aligned. So if you're challenged by vision, connect back to your heart, connect back to your heart, connect back to what you really know is true. Just pause and ask yourself, what am I deeply grateful for? And I, I do multiple things in this practice. I focus on simple things like this Yeti. I'm grateful for Yeti keeping my water cold or you know, simple things like, like a computer screen or these monitors or whatever it is. Little simple things I'd be grateful for. But then I focus on memories from my past with the people that I love most. And I don't just look at those memories from the outside. I step back into them like I'm reliving it. And when I relive the memories, I feel the same emotions all over again. I picture when my wife tapped me, I'm going to get emotional talking about this. When my wife tapped me on the shoulder in her wedding dress and I saw her for the first time and my, I just got blown back with joy and passion and excitement. And I think back to uh, just the other day when my baby girl started, you know, just babbling and talking with me. I think back to, you know, goofy times in college with my buddies or one time when, you know, Janice dropped this joke. We were at this restaurant in the Amalfi coast in Italy. After we got out of debt, we took our favorite trip to Italy and um, we're at this restaurant and we were, it was this quiet restaurant and Janice goes <laughs> like, you ever notice with Italian, you don't know which vowel to put the stank on. And, and I just, and we just start dying laughing in this quiet Italian restaurant and everyone's looking at us. And so I just, anyways, the point is, I like, I just thinking about those, notice what happened as I started talking about those. I just wanted to do more and more and more. Right. And so for the sake of time, I won't, but when I thought about those, I could reconnect with my heart and I felt genuine gratitude for those. And I felt that aliveness. And then the third thing I do is I focus on beautiful memories from the future. Notice I didn't say visions. I said memories as if they're already happened. And so I picture my little girl and holding her hand as she's walking to school and looking down at her and just seeing her beautiful blue eyes. I picture, you know, just uh, taking her to Italy. I picture her wedding day. Like I picture all these incredible things and I just flood myself with joy and love and romance and gratitude. I flood myself with it and I get into that state. Then I ask myself what I want and it comes to me like that. It will come to you in seconds. It will be the fastest you've ever been able to dream because you're not thinking, you're feeling. 
So if you're challenged by coming up with a vision, drop from your head to your heart, focus on gratitude and appreciation deeply as if you're in it and you'll know exactly what you want out of life. I love it so much. I hope that helped whoever out there needed to hear that because I know there's one of you, at least one <laughs> because I got messages. So that was perfect. I'm so glad you, you talked about that. That's perfect. Woo. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Is there anything else? I mean, I feel like this covered all my favorite things, limiting beliefs, <laughs> oh. vision, gratitude, appreciation, like everything that is all encompassing belief. Oh my gosh. This was just filled with so many nuggets. I just, I hope my listeners loved it as much as I did. Cause I have a whole page of notes that I'm going to go back to and revisit. And I'm just so excited about this. This is so valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that it added value. And, um, and, and guys like, Something to keep in mind, and Micah did not ask me to say this, by the way, like, I, I know I've been talking about you guys joining her team multiple times. She never once asked me to do that. Never once. Probably. And, uh, and, but if you've been on the fence about it and you've been thinking about joining her, ask yourself what belief is getting in the way of you saying yes to that beautiful life. What or just, and even, and just anything, like not even my team, like so many coaches listen, so many other entrepreneurs, just anything in your life, you guys, there's probably something that you're like, gosh, I really wish I could do that. I really want to go for this. I really want to blah, blah, blah. But then you get all of that self-negative crap that talks you out of it every single time. Just the tugs on your heart, just like he talked about, that is what you need to be in tune with. Those tugs on your heart are not, they are so unique to you. We all feel differently. We all want different things. We all desire different things. They are specific to each of us. And that's why we have so many different successful people in every area of life because they have those tugs. You don't have the same tugs I do, and that's totally fine. But you want to create something in your life. You want to create something more for you. You want to create or do, or be, or whatever, something, and whatever's holding you back, you can work through it and you'll figure it out. But like, this is where it all begins. So this is like, this is so powerful. You guys, even if, I mean, it has nothing to do with like being on my team or whatever, just being in tune with what your, what your doubts are, what your fears are. They're holding you back, not just in business, not just in your marriage, not just in whatever. They're holding you back from becoming the person you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. Period. End of story. And we are here on earth to grow and develop and become. So whatever that looks like, we, it's like our duty to overcome these things. And it brings so much joy and fulfillment when we get to do that, no matter what the reasoning is behind it, right? It's just so empowering. It's so and cool. It can be boiled down to following the calling of your heart. I think totally. that's what it comes down to. Whatever your heart says to go after, if there's limiting beliefs there, that's okay. Whatever it is, it's totally okay. There's limiting beliefs there. Just think about the pain that you'd feel if you didn't. Listen to what your heart says. Whatever, what, I love what Micah said about, you know, whatever it is for you, whether it's starting your own business, joining a different team, whatever it is. There's something in there that your soul is calling for. And those glimpses into the future are God tapping you on the shoulder saying, yo, let's go. Yep. So listen. Every single time. Yeah. I love it so much. Thank you so much, Brad. Honestly, like this is the stuff that will ignite 
your life in a, in a way that you don't even like, you don't even know what's possible for you. You don't even know. And that's okay. But there is more, there's always more, there's always more, more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment, more impact, more. And it's okay to want more and be 100% grateful for now, for the present, for your past, for everything you've been through, because everything is placed in our life for us, right? For us to grow, for us to learn, for us to, to, to become, and to refine as human beings. So we don't ever want to look back on the things we've been through or whatever with like with disgust or with shame or with guilt because we've been through it for a reason, but we can learn from it. We can grow through it. Brad, really quick, as we're wrapping up the other day, you mentioned pain and suffering and you said something about it that was so powerful. And I can't remember the wording. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, can I get it with that? Can I give some context on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, what's, what's really important here guys is that Micah said something really powerful a second ago, and that's with life happening for us, no matter what you've been through, no matter the pain you've experienced, no matter what your past is, it was a gift. It's led to the man or woman that you are today. And without it, you wouldn't be you. I look back at my life and all of the challenges that I faced growing up or um, with my family or the limitations or the words that were said to me, really hateful things. People in my family telling me that I'm the reason they wanted to kill themselves, like really, really dark stuff. And that's an extreme example, right? But if that didn't happen, there is no way There is no way that I would have been on this growth journey. There's no way that I'd be, if I didn't see my parents and scream, scream and fight and yell at each other and get divorced, there's no way I'd have a beautiful marriage that I have today. If money wasn't this scarce resource, I'm putting air quotes up, you know, in my past when I was growing up, where it was this horrible topic and it caused so much pain, there's no way I would have been driven for financial freedom. If, yeah. if my business didn't fail for such a long time, I wouldn't have learned the skills to lead me to what I meant to do with my life. So my point is life is always happening for you and not to you. Life is made up of events and the meaning we give to each event. You change the meaning, you change your entire life. And so what's the meaning you've been giving to your pain? is the meaning that it's not fair, it's their fault, I can't do it, whatever it is, I hate that person, whatever, whatever, right? What's the meaning you've been giving it? And if you were to shift that meaning to something more empowering to, that led me to the woman that I'm proud to be today, that led me to a beautiful marriage, that gave me the contrast of how to handle money. And you see the gift in the past, then you realize pain is guaranteed, suffering is optional. Bam. hundred percent to change the meaning. Pain is guaranteed. Pain is guaranteed. Suffering is optional. Optional. (laughs) Write that down. Pain is guaranteed. Suffering is optional. Dude. Dude. When you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. Mm -hmm. And then you, and then you see it, you see so many people experience pain and literally sit in the suffering forever and ever and ever. And we're not, we're not trying to say that your pain isn't valid and whatever it is feel it fully, but then move through it 
move through it, learn from it, see it as a gift and why you experienced it. We will continue to experience the same pain and the same lessons until we learn what we were supposed to. What do you I got, got a nugget that? for you. <laughs> Let's hear it. I know we're going long guys, but I hope we'll you're wrap it up at some it. point. <laughs> I just love to, I can talk about this all day long. So, um, two things remind me of feathers in a second, okay. but, um, think about this guys. Like, yes, your pain is totally valid. The meaning, it, but we get significance from holding on to the pain. It makes us feel important if we quote unquote, have it harder. And so we talk our way out of doing things because it feels good to feel valued and important for having a problem. Think about society. If someone's happy on a regular basis, if someone's happy on a regular basis, then what, what typically happens? People reject you. People don't want to be around you. People think you're crazy, but what do we get rewarded for? We get rewarded for having problems in like, that's what's like the biggest addiction in life are problems. And so no matter what your pain is, people become addicted to it. People love having problems. People love having something wrong because what happens when you have a problem? When you have a problem, you get sympathy and you get connection, which are two of our deepest emotional needs, sympathy and connection. That's what we, so we need to realize this, that the pain, it's valid, it's real. Feel it with all of who you are. That's how we process it. We want to process the pain. But ask yourself, is living in this problem giving me significance? Is it making me feel important to have a problem? And is it giving me connection? It's one way to meet those needs of significance and connection. But is it the most empowering way? No. The most empowering way to meet the need for significance is to give more than you've ever given before, to serve people at a higher level. Best way to feel love. I mean, you could feel more love and connection from someone by literally getting a dog and walking away for five minutes and coming back. You'll feel more connection and love from your dog than you ever would from the people that feel sorry for your problems. The biggest addiction in life are problems, not drugs, problems, because it feels good to have something significant getting in our way. And we're not judged as much when we have problems. If we're happy, we're judged more. And that's okay, because to build a happiness, you need emotional muscles right? Just like fitness, emotions are muscles. You build them. We do them. And so my point with this is that how is it like someone like Viktor Frankl? If you guys ever read the book, Man's Search for Meaning, highly recommend you read that book with Viktor Frankl. His entire family was murdered in front of him at a Nazi death camp. And he chose the last of the human freedoms was one's own attitude. How is it that that's possible? because he took his pain and he gave it purpose. There is a message in whatever mess you have going on. Whatever you have pain, painful in your life, what if that was the vehicle to serve people? What if that allowed you to open up on a deeper level and serve people at a, at a greater level because you finally were authentically yourself? Hey, I've been through some stuff. Here's how I know I can serve you too. You talk about the things that people actually need. Why do you think it is that Micah's team just blows up because she talks about the things that people actually need? The deep stuff. Most people are so focused on just the top level issues. When you realize that your pain has purpose, you share the things that matter to people and you meet them where they're at. And then they start to feel understood by you. And people don't buy from you when they, you understand, when they understand you. They buy from you when they feel understood. That's when you start to form a community. So my point is 
that this going like these, whatever pain you've experienced, you can choose to suffer in it or you can choose to give it purpose. We're not denying it hurts. Everyone experiences hurts, but most people get rewarded for suffering. We want to take it to the next level and give from our pain. And it's an yeah. automatic way to bypass suffering. Micah mentioned something a second ago that life's lessons get louder. I want to teach you something called feathers, bricks, and trucks. You ever notice how life will dust you with a feather and say, hey, pay attention to this. And you don't pay attention, right? You feel like crap after eating a cheeseburger, right? And dust you with a feather saying, no, 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 you shouldn't do that. But you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And one day life throws a brick through your window and you look on the scale and you realize that you're overweight and you never wanted to be overweight because you made those poor choices. Life's throwing a brick through your window saying, yo, dude, pay attention. But you don't listen and you keep on doing it for years and years and years. And the compound effect of that builds up. Then life hits you with a truck where all of a sudden you notice some pain in your left arm and you get rushed to the hospital. That's an extreme example. But the point is life is always trying to teach you something valuable. We're just getting rewarded by ourselves for not paying attention to the lesson. But the minute you pay attention to the lesson that life's trying to teach you, you bypass suffering and you move to service. And when you move to service, life changes instantly. That's just a nugget I wanted to add. Oh my gosh. Bypass. What was that last part? When, Bypass when you, suffering when you turn to service. When you have a more empowering meaning to your pain and you give purpose behind your pain, you automatically bypass suffering and you move to service where all the magic exists. That is where the magic exists. The best thing that you can do with your suffering is share it from an empowering place of I'm going through this. I've been through this. This is how I've come out of it. And now let me help you. And it is like, that's, that's a hundred percent why I think JD and I had our marriage struggles so that I could learn it. I could experience it. I could understand it. And then the hundreds of conversations that I've had with women who have had marriage struggles, I can empathize and I can understand and I can help them know what we did that helped. And PS, we still have to do our episode on that. I know it's coming. I promise he's so busy right now with his, with his vet stuff, but that's coming. But, or I, I could look at it as that was, Oh gosh, that was the hardest year of my life. Oh my gosh. That was, why did I have to go through that? Why did I did it? Why me that just that victim side that honestly, it's so easy to sleep, slip into that. It's so easy to just, why me, why this, why that? And that's the natural man. That's, that's the natural thing to feel and to, and to ask and to, to change that and to see it differently that it's happening for you, not to you. What can I learn from this? Why was this in my life? How can I serve others? Because I've been through that. That is when you will get so much purpose out of the good and especially out of the harder times in your life. And it's such a beautiful thing. It's when you're, it's when your worst days automatically become your best days. So true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We kind of, we kind of went off on a tangent, but I think that might've been needed. That was, <laughs> that so. was solid. Okay. You guys, I love it. Oh my gosh. We're wrapping it up for real this time. Brad, <laughs> I just want to say thank you for taking time to pour into 
all of our listeners. I know that they will just get so much out of this. You guys find Brad. What's your actual Instagram? Is it at Brad Bizjack or is it's it at Brad Bizjack? Yep. Okay. Brad Spell it for him so they know. B R A D Brad <laughs> Bizjack is B I Z as in zebra J A C K. <laughs> so just perfect. Like perfect. So my listeners are freaking awesome at sharing their favorite nuggets. That's the best thing that they can do. I love hearing the value that they're getting and what's tangible to them and what resonates. So guys, make sure that when you share this and you share your nuggets, tag both Brad and I, so that he can also see what spoke to you guys and the value that he was able to add and the good that he was able to do this week with us. All right. Okay. You guys, hopefully you have a wonderful week. I have a treat for you. We're actually bringing Brad back like within the next couple months. So just be excited for that. Cause I'm super stoked for like a part two episode with him because we already got that on the radar. So Brad, thank you again. And you guys will see you back here next week. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Cause if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.